Welcome to episode number four of Duck Feed Live. Cole's okay. This was originally broadcast on August the 29th, 2014, and we were joined by Chris Ross, my brother and co-host of Those Damn Ross Kids, another show here from this very network. For those of you who are just hearing this, this is the audio version of a live video stream that we do for our backers on Patreon. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and donate at or above the $5 level in order to uh, get in on this action, watch it live, see the archived videos, and, uh, you know, submit some questions. This episode of the show was very highly anticipated by the audience, and uh, I don't want to get in your way any further. So hop in there, check it out, and I will see you on the other side. On time for the first time, here we are. I really don't know the better way to intro that. Like it seems, it seems remarkable that we were on time. That's why we have theme music, Cole. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's theme music. For this episode, it's Shit Town from oh. Burning Copper. It looked like you were. <laughs> It looked like you were playing on like one of those lap guitars. <laughs> you learned how to play shit shit down for the live stream. Right. Are, are you say are you saying ship town or shit town? Ship town. It's a ship. song about a shit town. Peaceville. <laughs> Crapberg. It could be where you're growing up today in the nineties, because this yeah. is live. You might be a nineties kid if you grew up in shit town and your name is Ed Cassis. <laughs> live guy. Yeah. Oh, we're making live jokes because we're doing it live. Uh, we have zero viewers at the moment, but they should—they will—they should be filing in shortly. Got to make a dumb live joke for nobody. <laughs> no, it's for posterity when people oh, come yeah. back. Come back at a later time. On the YouTube. Oh, it's recorded. Yeah, yeah, it's recorded. There's a show on the network at Stuck Feed Live. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chris isn't tapped in. It's okay. Hello, Gary. <laughs> hey, Chris. It is good to meet you over the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is the first time we've let you out of our show, Chris. I thought this was like a Snapchat thing where we'd pound off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I unloaded the chamber earlier. I just wanted to make sure I didn't get... Maybe maybe if nobody shows up. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, as long as this is underpopulated, let's not waste this time. Right. Especially if it's being recorded. I would love to get to bed early. Yeah. <laughs> Helps oh. me sleep too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Emptied the chamber. Oh man. Now yeah. I have to do it on my way to the bathroom. <laughs> Is that, is, that a, like, is that a way to make yourself rush to the bathroom? Wouldn't it be funny? Like, like, you, like if you screamed, I'm going to come, and then you had to like run to the toilet like you were going to throw up. Like if you have to puke or if you have to... Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, out of my way, out of my way! It does, it does sound exactly the same. Oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to puke. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm... Oh. to make sure I do something <laughs> over a toilet. Right. Let me uh, through. Like, oh, my God, I got... I got so horny I come in someone's in the some girl's hair <laughs> at a party. <laughs> when on a boat. <laughs> a boat party? Oh, pontoon or speed. This is important. 
Well, it's pontoon. Yeah. Poontoon. Oh, all right. Jet boat. The, yeah. um, I like to have somebody uh, hold back my hair when I come at a party. Right. Like, it's nice if you have a good friend there who can... Lift my beard, I'm going to blow. Yeah, yeah, just make sure I don't... I don't need to fucking... There's something about Gary with this shit. Right. <laughs> but it's one of the movies. It took, it took four minutes, guys. It took four minutes to come. You can. I wondered why Gary was so fucked. <laughs> hmm. I was gonna. I thought you might be blazed, but negative. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm neither blazed nor drunk. This is just sipping whiskey, and this is my first sip of the evening. Oh, really? Mm. Yes. Hmm. Beverages. This is my, my rum and coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Rum and Coke. What uh, what what variety of rum? My hands are really big. <laughs> Is that a big gulp of rum and Coke? Yep. Okay. Had a boy. Yeah, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada Flipside Red IPA. Is there anybody here yet? Yeah, we have five viewers. Really? Yeah. I got this for when you talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep that up there. Can you hold that up? Let's get a closer look. <laughs> Beams eight star. Mm-hmm. Can you can you give a, can you give a, a um, an explanation of what that is? It's a Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky whiskey uh, uh, blended is in a larger font and bold. <laughs> <laughs> it's classy. Is it underlined? <laughs> well, I assume it's I assume it's just mash put in a blender. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty cloudy. Is that a Nine, piece of not, corn? 99% gray neutral spirits with caramel coloring. <laughs> caramel coloring. That's how you know it's the mark of quality. Huh. Yeah. Oh, we lost a viewer. Cool. <laughs> come back. We'll talk about come more. Um. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm, I'm here for the come. I'm here for the come chat. Maybe. I saw that movie. <laughs> All it takes is for you to say hello like that. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, des- I'm designing the corn sarnet T-shirt. You know that, right? Yeah, that's 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 good. That's just putting off the inevitable. Please restrict my P senpai. Yeah, which is the only like out of all the shirts, it's the one I want the most, and I'm like the only person who would wear it. So, <laughs> with an anime lady on it. Yeah, senpai. Uh, here, watch Chris's. Just yeah. <laughs> good God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! We weren't talking about games. We weren't talking about games. <laughs> Save some for when we do. Chris, it's not that cloudy. You just chugged iced tea. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I traded uh, up some Tupperware for this empty container. <laughs> you can't put leftover beans in this container. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, life hacks, come on. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I applaud your huh. efficiency. Yeah. So, do we want to make any announcements before we do any questions? Um, yeah, or we could wait until we're a little bit more in the swing. See if we can yeah. get more than four people, and then we'll make the announcements to them. <laughs> yeah, or we just get each of those four people to tell four other people. You. Business. Thank you for donating to Patreon. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. No, I can't see a I can't see a list of listeners. Man, Google Hangouts sucks. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. What? Hmm. Nothing. Okay. Well, do you want to do you want to get rolling with some Q's and A's? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do this. Um, 
All right. Where's this at? Riveting radio. All right. Let's try this one. In celebration of Gary being back in uh, back in school, what are some of your guys' best college stories? This is Trent Amond asking this. Yay! <laughs> mascots, 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 mascots. <laughs> You're holding it upside down. I don't is care. Is that in protest? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know nor care. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell a, tell a college story, guys. Hmm. I was really boring in college. We mostly just broke bottles on the front porch. Pretty cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Glass man. Yeah, yeah. No, we did it. We did it just on the like over the over the porch planks, um, and then we decided we found out that we would cut up our feet that way. So we decided to start doing it in trash cans on the front porch, as opposed to the as opposed to the obvious tack, which would be to not break glass bottles on your front porch. That's really funny, yeah, that you went to the step of doing it in the garbage can. <laughs> what am I going to do, not break bottles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I think you should just not. <laughs> yeah. It's too much safety. Everybody put, put on, like, uh, safety glasses and Kevlar sleeves. <laughs> safety vandalism. Safety first. <laughs> yeah. If you want to break glass, here's a pro tip. Um... Breaking uh, a fluorescent light is a is a good fun time if you can do it away from you so you don't breathe anything. Yeah, so you don't get cancer. Yeah, so so you don't get so you don't get cancer. But if you throw a fluorescent light, it looks like you threw a javelin that then melts into the ground, like it scatters <laughs> in like individual discrete stages. My pattern broke over my head before. Was that in college or just? Like no, it was like what was what's today. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, after. No, it was in high school. Yeah, mm. when I hung out with a group of um, luchadors. <laughs> Is that what they called themselves? Yeah, yeah. Unmasked luchadors. You're know, like with your with your back, backyard wrestling crew, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Where were also they, they were also a band, but. <laughs> Are you talking really about a the shitty band? All they had was background singers and people that played finger cymbals. <laughs> yeah, they had the one song that was uh, that was kind of Spanish influenced, so they replaced the finger cymbals with castanets. Right. Yeah. I knew what that was. Yeah. Chris the Kiss Ross. <sighs> so you're so you're seeing how I how I crash and burn in front, of Chris. I went in the. <laughs> I went in the. Uh... In the military, so we had all kinds of fun stories. Well, tell tell one of those stories. Hmm. So the cool the cool thing to do in the military at the at the time was to wear an onion on your belt. <laughs> <laughs> now it, it was to get married to somebody because you didn't want to be alone. And I didn't do that. I did that later. Same reason. But uh, so I guess it's not the military. I guess that's just life. But um. <laughs> So my buddy, he's from Philadelphia, and he goes on his honeymoon, and the honeymoon was at a hotel right off base. Like, literally, they went three miles. And uh, so they're at this place called this, uh, um, the Sierra Vista Suites in Arizona. And his, his wife, she was a beautiful woman, redhead, complete bitch, horrible person, uh, really horrible. And he had a heart of gold and everything, and he calls me at 1130 on his wedding night. 
and he says, um, <laughs> he says, Chris, I said, yeah. He says, she shit on me. <laughs> I said, what? She said, yeah, she had these anal beads. And I said, yeah. And she, he said, so, I, so she put them in there, and then she said, take them out. He said, so I started her ass like a lawnmower, and she shit all over me. <laughs> yeah. Varsity yeah. level for, for wedding night. <laughs> and then the rest of the time was just trying to find alcohol or dilute or mix enough alcohol to make, to make people drunk enough to lay with you. Mm. For an evening. <clears throat> Lots of, lots of drunken escapades. It was a fun time. Didn't, didn't really know what we protected. <laughs> oh, the, the bottles of bottles. For who we served. Mm. I got a medal. Great. To each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary, how about you? I Since I went to college as an adult, like all of my stories are just about me hating the people I'm going to college with. Um so there are there are no stories. They're just me being mean. Um, but when I was college age, like I had a bunch of you know college friends who did a bunch of uh, you know dumb shit. Like we used to do um, if we went to like a house party um, and got drunk, then they used to do this thing. Um, you say ransack, which just meant like be a dick in different ways. So like we would take like people's remote controls and like hide them and shit, and take people's shoes and put them in toilet tanks. And stuff, and there was like a, one apartment complex where we like, like we always like turn up the heat, so like everyone would leave, and then kept just kept doing it. And there was one where there was an unoccupied apartment um, in the same complex that I went into and peed in their crisper. <laughs> so that was it. It was just pointlessly destructive <laughs> and dumb. Yeah. The when I was also when I first moved out of my house, there was um I had this crazy roommate who was this gun guy, like super into guns, and some guy came and like like we were on a porch and somebody said something and he went inside and got his gun and shot it into the ground. And the guy didn't say anything threatening. He was just, you know, shooting. And then the cops came and he made friends with the cops and then they became buddies and like went shooting. And it was just like, oh, only Steve can do that. That's, you know, classic Steve. We had a roommate there too who moved out and he put up a sign on the door that was like a target thing that had a bullet hole and it was like, don't let me see you again. Like <laughs> the guy who moved out is real intense. It was the guy who we... Uh, cut out all the last pages of his novels before he packed. <laughs> like 19 and just dickheads. Like, just, you know, well, I'm growing in the last 15 years. Old Gary Butterfield. <laughs> we, had an, we had an abandoned Super Kmart next to this apartment that I lived in. We used to get uh, slurred on controlled and uncontrolled substances and go and play Ninja Turtles. We explored the drainage the sewage system. <laughs> Underneath the building and parking lot. <laughs> there, I mean, did you find anything? No. You found pipes? Yeah, there's pipes that led to more pipes. Mm. That's the turtle secret. That's the secret of the use. Never, never <laughs> Just... once thought about there being rain, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Passed up against a great blown bubbles. <laughs> it's... Like so, like, so I thought of another one. It's not really so much a story, just as a you know, as a weird thing we did. I guess the first one was just a weird thing we did. But uh, uh, starting my freshman year, every October was ska month. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, and so and so whenever you played ska music, you skanked for the duration of the song. No, oh, whenever who would play it? 
Like whenever you would, you would just have oh, to. Just, when, when, whenever somebody in the house decided to play ska music, hmm. you would you would skank. It wasn't ska month at the college. No. It was like ska month in your apartment. In, in, in the house. Yeah. Okay. Because the way yeah. you made it sound like like a school sanctioned like, you know. <laughs> like it was mandatory. Like yeah, mandatory. <laughs> Required to pass the semester. Here's Professor Dickie Barrett with his lesson on knocking on wood. <laughs> so, so this is this is okay. A joke that I thought of the components for, but never really got the like delivery down, like 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 so many of them. But it goes something like this: I really wish that ska was still popular, because think of how how many effective anti-littering campaigns you could start. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. Yeah. Which is the thing they 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 shout in ska. I'm sorry for the thing I just did. You could a real easy way to structure that joke would just be to set the whole thing in the past tense. You don't have to have this like I wish ska was still a thing. Just be like I remember when ska was a thing and it was a lot cleaner around here. You know, pick it up, pick it up. There we go. Decom decomplicate it. Complicate. Decomplicate. <laughs> a little bit of sipping scotch. Yeah, just, just sipping, yeah. just sipping whiskey. Just sipping. So what? I would. Is I would, that dream buoy? Uh, no, it is. It's whiskey. It is a ghost owl, uh, whiskey, which I don't drink very much. I've had this bottle for a very long time. I just kind of sip on it during live streams, more or less. Hmm. Yeah. No. So I would like for us to get a stream of these uh, of these would you rather's because uh, video game questions are not going to be very fun for Chris. Um, oh, I'm fine. You're you're good. You, yeah. you already chugged through your iced tea. No, I'm good. Okay. We can we can make them briefish. Like we just don't have to elaborate that much. Yes. No, you true. don't have to censor yourselves for me. <laughs> I'm going to uh, be here regardless. You're doing you're doing us a kindness by being here. Brad Carey asks, Would you rather? Only be able to eat greasy fast food for the rest of your life, or have the only liquid that you're allowed to intake be generic cheap light beer. Hmm. Beer. What do you think? Chris? Beer? beer. Beer. Yeah. So you're going to go in for a surgery, and uh, they're going to wheel up an IV of, you know, the the anesthesiologist is going to show up with an IV full of Crisp, Mountain cool goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Carbonated IVs, that's a thing. That's an idea right there. <laughs> Kids, are you sick of boring IVs? <laughs> Can you imagine how, like, the oncology, the, the pediatric oncology ward, that would go over great. Yeah. <laughs> Pumping carbonated lima beans into some little kid's head vein? <laughs> <laughs> Well, why is it lima beans? And why is it a head vein? <laughs> <laughs> That's where kids, the ports, they put the ports in their head like the Matrix. Do they really? I thought the, I thought, thought that's how they had so much energy is because they were charging. Yeah, it's not those helmet kids. It's those regulars. Yeah, it's the Reggies. Yeah, yeah that was a helmet kid. Can we um, can we add a rider to the um, the Would You Rather that neither one of them will directly result in your death? Because then I feel like the beer one would kill you, right? Like, could you get enough moisture and be hydrated enough just drinking light beer? I'm not sure what the net hydration is on light beer. I know that 
I, my, my guess would be it's probably enough water not to have that be an issue. Hmm. I had a neighbor in the trailer park is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I feel like I know people who have done that. I guess, yeah, just greasy food. I think that one probably would kill you faster than I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What is it that that uh that turns out fact that people throw out? Well, in England, they used to drink beer all the time because it was, yeah. I'd probably have to go with the light beer. Yeah, that would suck though. Like I wouldn't miss other forms of alcohol, but I would miss water. And I would miss <laughs> coffee. Like I'd end up making coffee with the light beer because I just needed coffee, and it'd just be this fucking cafe brow nonsense. It's just disgusting. Well, I mean, you know, there's plenty of variety. You could do Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Platinum. I think that counts as a light. Yeah, could I? I mean, could I do like one of those lime ones or those? Oh um, yeah, like a. Then you get some citrus. Yeah, yeah. Get get a little get, get that way. You don't get the scurvy. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah. Would you rather have a have a nail driven through the palm of your hand, or your hand slapped so hard on a nail that it was driven through your hand? <laughs> Well, the second one takes the guy with you, right? Like, if it goes through your hand, the person who's slapping it's probably getting a little business. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> getting, a little, getting a little of that knock-on stigmata? Yeah, yeah just getting, getting some runoff, runoff stig. <laughs> <laughs> just a little stig pack for the road, you know? Yeah, get a little runoff stig. <laughs> huh. Would, so you we are... be, would you rather be swung around in a circle by your penis or your tongue? <laughs> I, okay, so my first thought is, I don't want to taste the inside of somebody's hand. Really? <laughs> it's your first thought. I yeah. know, right? I mean, aside from the instinctual revulsion to being swung around by your penis. Yeah, would it depend on who it was, Cole? <laughs> like, is that what we're dancing around? I don't know. Like somebody with an exceptionally clean hand or an exceptionally attractive one? Like. I, I love the way you asked that. It was so nice. Like, you were trying to gauge your level of friendship with him. You did everything but say, well, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to make a breakthrough today? <laughs> yeah, let's just, make, let's just make an example. Let's say I'm going to grab your tongue or your dick, and I'm going to string you around the room. <laughs> like I'm trying to throw you off of a small little island in Mario 64. Yeah, I was just about to make that same joke. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, are we all in agreement that uh, that light beer forever? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It is so moved. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh gosh. Let's see here. Um. This one will cover a lot. Uh, uh, so Brian Skersha asks, as a listener with brothers of my own, Chris and Cole, did you used to fight like cats and dogs when you were younger? Anything particularly egregious that you maybe still hold a slight or not so slight grudge over? I, I don't. I wouldn't call it fighting. It's more. It was more torment. Horrible emotional torment. <laughs> <laughs> Like me sitting there playing Pokemon and you like just rolling up saying, what would happen if I pulled this cartridge out while you were playing? Hey, is this an important part of this game? <laughs> uh. It's red. The red things are important, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with just taking things that he loved and putting them in jeopardy or peril. Yeah, my Sonic doll. Oh my God, what a great game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I just put that on the fan and have Cole scream and yell, "Don't turn on the fan, put, Chris!" Put it on. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't turn on the switch and watch you squirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was the time when I forget I forget exactly why. You made but, him a um, cast out of notebook paper and tape. Yeah, <laughs> the little stuffed animal. Made Aww. Sonic a cast out of. I don't know the paper. Wait, were you saying that I did that or that you yeah, did that? you did that. No, why would I, I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I, thought, I was looking for like a moment of heartwarming. <laughs> I was looking like, no, no, Cole, stop. Stop crying, okay? We're going to yeah. make it all better, okay? We're going to make them safe. No, no, I looked at you like, do you understand? Dropped my cigarette, twisted it out with my foot, and walked away silently. <laughs> Reached up and hit the ceiling light on my way out, so it swung in the dark and looked scary. <laughs> there was the time I was running away from you, as I so often did, and you took out the blue pop that you were sucking on. No, and you... You, it was your blow pop. It was my blow pop. What did I do? <laughs> I told you don't put it by me on the counter. Okay. I, it's, don't, don't set that down. And so what did you do? You did it and then ran. <laughs> and then I threw it like a ninja star. <laughs> and, it, and it hits you in the back of the head but didn't land on the floor and you turned around looking for the blow pop on the floor, it turns out it was stuck in your mullet <laughs> yep. I used to try to make you, make you go outside and play football with me and, we, <laughs> and you'd play catch and every time, you, every time you'd throw the ball you'd back up towards the door to the house a little bit more <laughs> until you got close enough that you thought that while the ball was in the air you could run and get in the house <laughs> before I caught the ball so that you could get away. And I remember this one time, you, th you threw the ball and you turned around and you were booking it towards the house. And you got up on the porch, you flung open the, the screen door, but at that point I had thrown the football at the house and I'm watching this football and I'm like, oh shit, it's going to break the glass screen door. And I'm watching it in perfect spiral like Namath. And... Um, <laughs> It comes down and it hits you in the back of the head. You crack your forehead on the door and then fall on the porch. Start crying, and I ran up and I covered your mouth. And then it's all going to be okay, Cole. Just shut the fuck up. Jesus. <laughs> like the origin story podcast. Like. <laughs> Don't worry. One day you'll have a podcast or two. <laughs> some, some and then you'll stop. Someday Good. we'll get my dad on the show, and then we can do the origin story for all of my all of my neuroses. Like, also, it says here you haven't seen your son in twenty years. I think it, I think it comes from the fact that I was just jealous because he's had such a such a, a naive, uh, genuinely good outlook on life at way too early of an age. Huh? And I was just jaded way too early. And I thought maybe I could steal some of that. Just like, suck some of that life essence for your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So punishing you was like some sort of spasm in my in my uh, feel-good cortex. Chris, I think when you were punishing me, you were just punishing yourself. No, I, I'm pretty sure I was punishing you. Yeah, no, it sucked pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, did, you did call the ambulance for me when I swallowed that uh, Connects block. Well, I called Mom to make sure it was okay to spend the money on it. <laughs> Cole's choking and dying. Do you want to pay for an ambulance? Were you choking, or was it just in your belly room? It was just in my belly, but I didn't know the difference. We were left alone, like a yeah. 
three and eight. Yeah. Not a clock, ages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that should that that should uh, shed some light um, on that right there. Um, okay, let's do one about a show. Evan Noggle asks, since going monthly, it seems like Abject Suffering has been changing from just bad games to include weird games as well. I like the mix, uh, but was that intentional or the consequence of the random number generator? Abject Suffering is weekly. Yeah. yeah. Nine, you get four times as many as you think you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, all, that's all random. We don't do... Um, the only time we've ever imposed a game on it was doing Shadowrun, so we could do every Shadowrun game on the network. Yeah. Um, that everything else has been random number generating on a spreadsheet. So yeah. we just do what people say. Yeah, and like I imagine if somebody like wrote in and said, like, Lowell Mass Effect 2, we would probably say, eh, that's not really in the spirit. <clears throat> but fortunately, you guys haven't done that. Yeah. Like, like everybody has suggested bad, weird, and crazy stuff. We have um, to be old too because we have to get our hands on them. Like we're yeah. not, you know, buy a new game just because it's bad. Yeah. Well, I actually had that same question written down. Only it wasn't about games; it was about the shows on the network. It seems like you constantly are doing horrible shows. <laughs> Lately, they've been weird. <laughs> Is that on purpose? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 on purpose. No, oh, okay. Yeah. We're trying to drive them away. It's like Rooster's Millions. We just want out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, I gradually, I gradually start cranking up the slurs on the uh, TDRK, and it seems like there, you know, there's still a few people hanging around. So maybe, it's they, funny need, maybe they need to put on, be put on a watch list. <laughs> oh, you're, oh man, like you're like they're not already. It's funny because the editing technology has actually evolved to like alongside. It's an arms race to catch up with that. I actually had somebody uh, instant message me or whatever Facebook message me that said, "Right on, man. I'd hate fucker for 9/11 too." Oh, gee. Jesus! <laughs> Heard someone say that today. Not to me, not about the show, but someone actually said that word, said those words, and was serious Ugh. about a lady working in a gas station. Jeez. Yep. That's wow. where we live in. That's where I live in Ohio. Wow. Ooh, you live where that's okay. Yeah, where somebody I mean, feels like they can turn around with their, you know, with their Gatorade, and and say that over their shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> and raise their hand for high five. Hey, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you want to share a bush light with me? Okay. <laughs> Trash people. Ugh. Gross. People, people are like that here, man. It's not the South, but it's close. Yeah, like I mean, it can still be like trash people, though. I don't have a, you know, I'm from the Midwest, and I've spent some time in the South. I don't have a, a conscious prejudice against those areas, but, you know, shitty bigotry is shitty bigotry, like... Yeah, but I, I just, you, some places you just don't expect it. Yeah, that's true. Like at a gas station at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's up, that's, that's up early for a racist monster. Well, maybe so. he's motivated. He's, <laughs> right? he really wants to attack the day. Yeah. Sleep in, buddy. You've Don't they it. usually lurk at night? Unless yeah. they're a police officer on day shift? Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. So, yep, Abject Suffering, it's really, it's the bad game show, but it's also the show where we play what you tell us to. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Sam Bear asks, Chris, since you aren't ever on any of Duckfeed's gaming shows, do you have any favorite retro games or old gaming memories? 
these do not need to involve uh, necessarily need to involve Baby Cole or Baby Gary. Oh, Baby Gary. No. Such skinny arms, such chubby legs. <laughs> um. Yeah, I do. I mean, I played Super. I played Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I, mean, yeah. I played the, the RBI Baseball and uh, one, two, and three, and uh, you know all those kind of sports games, and played Bad Dudes and River City Ransom and all the Mario's. Um, and then in high school, it just kind of went away because everybody got all obsessed with GoldenEye and Perfect, excuse me, Perfect Dark. And I just didn't get it. Like, I think I just played it too much, and, and it kind of made me nauseous, the whole shooter thing. And then life happened. Yeah. Did, uh, didn't you, at, at one point, um, have an ongoing game, game of Perfect Drunk? <laughs> yeah. I think we invented Perfect Drunk. <laughs> what is, uh, what's Perfect Drunk? Sure. It's a drinking game where you get points for certain things. And then there was a large scoreboard uh, with clothespins. One level was John Bonham. Um, <laughs> so you, you achieve different levels of drunk greatness. Um, and, you know, the point that could be anything from, like, chugging a beer, bonging a beer, bonging a beer in a shot, um, waking up some someplace else, waking up out of state, um, you know, I, lots of stuff. Just lots of random things. Sex acts were, you know, those were worth points. Yeah. So it didn't have anything to do with, with Perfect Dark. This wasn't some kind of, like, Cario Mart-style drinking game. No, not at all. Oh, so I misunderstood that all these years. Yeah, no, there was nothing to do with it, other than my friend then Levi he... thought Perfect Dark was cool, and then he said, oh, let's make a Perfect Drunk. And there's rules. I, I think, I, think I, can, I have a word file of the rules. <laughs> you, you might want to. I remember, I remember mom, mom and, and Rick went into that apartment that we, did, that we played that at, and the, <laughs> there was a glass coffee table, and um, some girl had sat through half of it, so half of the glasses in the coffee table, and it just made this perfect little holder for the beer bong in the part that didn't have any glass. So there's a bear bong and various other drug paraphernalia in the entire house. This apartment is just wrecked. There's, like, holes in the wall and the door. And there's this, like, probably, like, an 8-foot by 10-foot collage on the wall that was the scoreboard for Perfect Drunk. And, and then they walked in and turned around and left. And my stepdad called me and said, Chris, we got to talk. I think you got a problem. <laughs> Did you get your deposit back? All but eighty dollars. Holy shit! I fixed a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I had that cat that drowned in the toilet because I locked it in the bathroom and left the toilet seat up. Oh no! Oh, they didn't do it on purpose. I know. It wasn't I, I know. That's just that's I, just a The cat. I had a cat that did drown in the toilet versus there was that cat I drowned in the toilet. Like, I don't think anyone's accusing you of the latter. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's still just a sad thing. Yeah. Yeah, but leaving it on that. the side of the road. Yeah. You're throwing it at those Chinese people's house. It is, it is better than that. Better than both of those things, yeah. yeah. I don't know why Chinese. Maybe just a white person. <laughs> you, you, you really you, you don't read their mail. You I didn't know. No, I just threw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, all the, all the games that I played were yours. Really? 
No, no, I mean, like, you know, not like all of them, but up to a point, like, up until it was like, oh, let's get this, let's get this game for Baby Cole. Um, yeah, because you know, I, I got that, 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 that first earlier. system was mine. I got yeah. it for my birthday. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I played uh, Time Lord, the game that only has one level so far as I know. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, and then it just kind of, I, I got into, you know, sports and, and different things and and um, just didn't have time for it. And occasionally I'll play, like, a golf game. I have a PS3, but, uh, yeah, retro games. Hmm. Yeah. You were you were dropping some science on me earlier this week. About I, was reading from, I was reading from a game or from a website. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I don't know any of that stuff. You just well, yeah, yeah. You 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 were saying, oh, zombie ate my neighbors, and then Ghoul Patrol, then uh, then Herc's Adventures, you know. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Wiki. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Hmm. I bet you there's a Wikipedia. It's a yeah, it's a drink for for uh, sick witches. <laughs> Wikipedia light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Not to be confused with the candle supply store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Man, let's see here. Once uh, <laughs> what if you walked into like a, a like a, a store with bulk spices and thought it was a witch store? <laughs> <laughs> just like walking to Whole Foods. Just like you know, like just like a bunch of bins for stuff for potions. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this eye of newt's really gonna make my gasp- my gascacho mm. pop. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, just walk into a Whole Foods and just set it on fire. I've not never believers. been in a Whole Foods. No, there's one right by my house. For fresh foods of the world. <laughs> I think that's at Epcot, Chris. <laughs> I was just there. I didn't see it. No. Mm-mm. You didn't, you didn't look hard enough past the sadness. Oh, it was really sad. Yeah. And hot. Oh man, I can't believe I still can't believe you went there in August. Yeah, listen to the most recent those damn Ross kids to hear Chris's uh uh Disney Disney World adventures. Yeah. Uh so Alan writes, when are you guys going to do Resident Evil 4 for WAF? Right now. Um Yeah, I I would I would like to do it. We have a different thing planned for our next RE game. But I love that game. I like to yeah. do it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So where a girl gets attacked by dogs all the time? Some of the time. No, you're I no, that's um oh there's a well the game with the girl with the dog that attacks her. I don't know if she gets attacked by dogs. I think it's just all uh villagers. They're they're dogs, they're dog enemies. But do they attack the girl? I think they attack Ashley, yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I think I think that there are places, but although most of the Ashley segments are in the castle, so yeah, yeah, huh? No, th- man, which game are you thinking of now? Now I'm curious. Are, are you are you thinking are you thinking of Resident Evil Three? What are you? I, don't don't take my word for it. I thought Wolfenstein was a Teen Wolf with a Jew character. <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> you know that, that's embarrassing because I will actually say Wolfenstein. 
Um, you know, I'll just let that slip because that's the that's the way we said it. We had the onions on our belt. We called Shelby Shelbyville Morgantown, and we said Wolfenstein instead of Wolfenstein. <laughs> and I feel like a jackass every time I call this game the name that I thought it was. We had that on our first computer. Yeah, we had a uh, that and uh, Commander Keen, Commander Keen number four. Yeah, it's pronounced Commander Kine. <laughs> Um, no, Resident Evil 4, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I'm definitely interested in, in, in doing that. I'm, I'm on the record as thinking that game is too long. Yeah, uh, too it's long. still, like, comparatively short, though, to something like a modern game, right? Like, I haven't played through it in a while, but it's... Like, like, like a Mayan game. calendar? Yeah, it's <laughs> still comparatively short to the, the whole of human existence, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard about Lucy, Lucy the Symphony, right? Um, so it's shorter than you know the unfin- long and unfinished or Schubert's unfinished symphony, right? Yeah, like it has an end. Um, it's like 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 eighteen hours, like that, right? Just, a, just about, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more of a pacing thing than just an overall an overall uh, an overall length. I think once I get out of the castle, I'm just over it. But... What has like the game has like a distinct A and B side. Like the A side is like turf survival horror, and the B side is just like everything's crazy. Here's a giant Robo Napoleon. Like it's just bonkers <laughs> nonsense. So like yeah. you just kind of have to be okay with both of those sides. Yeah. Oh. And the first side is stronger than the the second one, so. For sure. I don't like. I mean, my my taste in the series, like I I would almost rather, but but then it stops being interesting. Like we'd have to do Resident Evil Four because we've already done two, and then we're gonna be doing um, um another one. <laughs> we, yeah. We've already we've we've already said what we're what we're doing, right? I don't think we've said that one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll hold this off now. But like, I would rather do like Code Veronica than 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 four. But I understand that that is more of the same. So that would not make for a good show. I think I'm really just talking about what I would rather play than what I would rather talk about. Yeah, Code Veronica is interesting. I'd be down with doing that. That's a weirdo yeah. game. Or three. Like three is really a weird fucking game. Like if we, if those aren't, I guess by process of elimination, people are going to be able to tell which doing <laughs> probably. But like, both those are interesting kind of fuck ups. Like I like both those games, but they're weird evolutionary dead ends for the series. Yeah. Like, you heard it here first. We're doing Outbreak. Yeah, <laughs> it's all zero all the time. <laughs> it's because I want to be angry for two and a half hours. Because I hate that fucking game. <laughs> Chris, I think you checked out Code Veronica for me when you were working at Babbage's. Oh, really? Yeah, that was one of the ones you brought home for me. He invented the first computer, Carlos Babbage. <laughs> Did he tell you that? Yep. Ran, <laughs> the first thing you gotta know, Sonny, if you're gonna work at Babbage's. Well, it was a, it was a hybrid. It was steam and Gilligan bike. <laughs> Is that a bike designed solely for Gilligan? Right. Yeah. Bob Denver <laughs> was required. He was like, oh man, this thing almost works. <laughs> Just one missing ingredient. One miss- I don't know what it is, and I'll never guess. Gotta have more Bob Denver. <laughs> We just need a little buddy. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Jinxie, Cole got it. <laughs> okay. This is one that I've been dreading, but okay. Brayton Cameron asks, Chris, would you please tell an embarrassing story about Tiny Baby Cole? If possible, also please tell an embarrassing story about Tiny Baby Gary. Hmm. Wow. Hurt me more. 
<laughs> I didn't know Gary as a baby. Or did you? I Gary and I might. I think Gary might be older than me, actually. Or am I? I don't know. How old are you? I'm. I'm. Almost, I'm very nearly thirty-four. I'm older than everybody. So. Well, yeah. I, like I was gonna say, how would I know little baby Gary? Yeah. Uh, it's um, not possible. But little baby Cole. Um. Cole was born black from the waist down, which is why he doesn't wear shorts. <laughs> He's like a giraffe rig. <laughs> yeah. No, he's literally black from the waist down. Yeah. <laughs> like like I was dipped in like I was dipped in hard shell, like Basically, for ice cream, yeah. Yeah, magic shell. Like a yeah, magic shell. There we go. Like a McDonald's yeah, like cone. Yeah. I, I I said, Mom, send him back. I want a crunch coat. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, let's see. An embarrassing story about Cole when little baby Cole. I mean, you can extend it. Like, there's not much embarrassing shit a baby will do. Babies have no shame. Like, yeah, they they do all kinds of embarrassing stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I you've done lots of stuff. I mean, you you vomited down the stairs, like all the way down the stairs. You 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 puked on me while I slept. (laughs) When we camped out on the floor, I woke up with my face in a. In the crusted pile of your of your vomit, um, you didn't do much embarrassing stuff. I we've talked about a lot of stuff, like when we were downtown Cleveland in the middle of the night, and there was we, we were coming back from a baseball game. And it was like eleven o'clock at night, and it was just me, you, and mom, because she was like, you know, doing something despite somebody by taking us there. I guess it's better than leaving us alone, like she usually did. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Cole yelled across the street at a black guy, "Hey, look, it's Don King!" And then we had to run through Cleveland. His mom <laughs> All the way that. out of it. Because I guess that's from the Ninja Turtles, isn't it? I think it Michael might. Michael says that. But we were exposed to enough Rocky, specifically Rocky Three, because of the killer soundtrack that I may have actually been familiar with Don King as like the only prominent black American, and so that was. <laughs> The, 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 the way that I like Oprah memorize this is I just had never seen black people up to that point. And so I like snapped a grid. It's like, oh, that must be the one person I know who looks like that. It could have been. But we, we were terrified. <laughs> I remember recognizing, even, even at that young of an age, that we were in danger. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. <laughs> like there was a lion and we were delicious. Like I felt that kind of danger. Uh, Cleveland's rough. Huh. It is rough. You're right. Huh. But embarrassing stuff you did. I mean, the just, I don't I don't know how far I need to go here. <laughs> so this is the this is the weird like syndrome, or at least a byproduct of this of this endeavor. You know, because we've been you know because you and I have been doing shows for four years now, just about. Like, we've said a lot of stuff. Like, there are a lot of these details. Like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about how I threw up entirely down the stairs before. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've done a lot of a lot of horribly, horribly embarrassing things. The like, one thing I've never seen you do is get mad at our parents. I always <laughs> wanted to see that. Like, you, you I mean, to their face. Yeah. Like, like you know, like, you're, you're getting, you know, dressed down by mom or something. And you've never just looked at her and said, you know what? Fuck you. It's not too late. Yeah. You know? no, I 
<laughs> you like, know, who you just... think, like who do you think you are? Like I just I, I would like to see that. I'd like to see you hit her. You know, <laughs> just like striker. Just wheel back. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, there are yeah. so many things that you need to say to your parents before they're gone. Just like know? take a swing and then say, How's the moon? Not say to the moon with you. You know? <laughs> Ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mother, can I, uh, can, I, can I punch you in the face? Somebody may have punched you. <laughs> just walk in the door and say, I'm home, and take a piss in the kitchen. <laughs> this is my kitchen now. Right. Everybody go away. That's right, I piss where I eat. That'd be like a, a subplot as if, if Cole got replaced with something. <laughs> Somebody kidnapped the real Cole and replaced him with like a Cole bot, and then the new Cole bot's a real, you know, real kitchen pisser. Just a real aggressive kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he just knows that you know he knows who his family is, but he has no emotional attachment to them. Yeah, and, yeah. I guess I guess I want a Cole that's gonna take the take the bus driver who's having a heart attack and throw him out the door and get behind the wheel and drive him. <laughs> you showed weakness. Right. Yeah. And when you know nobody would ever bring up to to Cole that that guy could have survived. <laughs> <laughs> It's a foregone conclusion that his weakness would have... It doesn't matter to Cole. Not to, not to Colebot. Not to, the, to Colebot, the new Cole. Right. <laughs> Colebot's a nihilist. Because, <laughs> because all of you are fated to die. None of you, value, none of you have value. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I had a, an embarrassing story. I think you just said inconvenient stories based on what you just said. You know, puking down the stairs is embarrassing, and also puking on Chris while he's sleeping is embarrassing. Yeah, that's pretty... Because you don't feel embarrassed about it does not mean it is not an embarrassing story. No, I think some of the embarrassing stuff just doesn't... I don't know, I wouldn't want that stuff to be said. <laughs> okay, cool, so you are... I mean, I've got lots of embarrassing stories okay. about me, because I, only I know that they're embarrassing. Like, I don't know what Cole thinks is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, to, really, I don't know that he has any shame. <laughs> I mean, he's got shame. Does he? Yeah. I, th- I think so. There's, there's some shame. Was it when you were helicoptering him around by his junk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He was like, this is indignified. And I'm like, shut up, Colbot. Screaming north. Tell me where Cole is. I'll make you come until you tell me where Cole is. Colbot. I'm all out of cum. Well, I ain't going to stop. Tell me where the real Cole is. Damn you, Gary. All day. All day. You found my weakness. <laughs> it's the refractory period, my only weakness. Start, just start to come out, my, my vast deference, just pieces start coming out. <laughs> just prolapses like a party popper. Turn, turn, my, turn my whole pelvic region inside out. <laughs> the visible man. Well, that, that, that's what I would do to get real pullback from Colbot. So, yeah. <laughs> one of those phones from the 90s. <laughs> you could see all the way through. <laughs> or like the ones that have candy inside. Yeah. Or the Mac box. Wasn't that a computer you could see in? The, the, the iMac? Whatever, yeah. The Mac box. Yeah, the Mac box. The Mac cube? I guess. I don't know. It was like, the one like, with Chris the... doesn't care. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to make him squirm. <laughs> Oh. Mac Dome? I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Tetrahedron? Right. Uh, 
I was thinking, why? No wonder the world thinks that we're evil. We have a pentagram. Because if you fly above the Pentagon the wrong way, it kind of looks weird. You, you mean from underneath it? Yeah. Huh. So is that why we are the, the mole people are so hostile? They think we're Basically. aligned with Satan? They say that there's eight stories below that building. I could believe that. Where do you think the shadow government's going to be run out of? I mean, they're saying it's the Denver airport, but I have my doubts. Probably in front of the light. Hmm. No, nothing? Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> shadow government. It's shadow government. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I, I think I'm trying to lead you too far on this. And so you're, you're, you're zigging and zagging in very minor ways, but I'm like way off to the, to the right. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I know, right? This is the most embarrassing story that we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, you can re weave around Cole's brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to do. Chris, you're not you're not making sense. Am I making sense or not making sense to you? Yeah, there we go. It's an important distinction. Because I understand me. <laughs> don't tell me I don't. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Evan Noggle asks, if you have a choice, do you prefer to play games for the show in the most authentic environment possible or the most convenient environment possible, like playing a PlayStation 1 game on the Vita? Also, I meant weekly, not monthly, on my abject suffering question. Yeah. Uh, most convenient possible. Like, yeah. I, I need to have save states if I'm playing something on a deadline. Or else, like, I'll get mad. So. Yeah. Or if it's like the you know a situation like we have right now with uh, Suikoden, um, really it's nice to I mean like we have no we have no other option if we don't want to drop hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah. on um, you know versions of this game and I, you know like Gary said we're just so used to you know especially um, on the games for this show having having those uh, save states and stuff although I haven't really needed them for this one. This, yeah, this game very, you don't, it's just convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I've said during the the duels. Because I was getting mad at the logic of the duels. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm playing it on the PSP Go as opposed to the the emulator, just because that is, you know, I can carry that with me, in, you know, to places. Mm -hmm. um, and that that to me outweighs having save states. Yeah. yeah. But in answer, played, yeah. Or go ahead. Have you played hoops with a Z on my on the tiger handheld? I feel like I've heard of hoops. I don't know if I played hoops. It's on a tiger hand, you know. It's like the little backlit game, you know. What I'm talking about where like the basketball bounces. It's like a tiger game, you know. What I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. You have any of those laying around? No, I don't. I don't have anything from my childhood. Like I've moved a bunch. Of, like they sell them today in Walmart, by the way. I did not know that. They still sell them. And at a bodega in town. Huh. Yeah. I mean, same like properties and everything. They had VR troopers. They had a uh, they had samurai pizza cats. What? No. <laughs> I'm just because because the, those tiger electronics they were so heavily like branded. Like they had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Oh, you like, you were joking. Yeah. I, I was talking seriously about games. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't often make a mockery of what you like, sir. <laughs> You would think I would learn to accept a gift. Good day. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, convenient. 
convenient, especially because of the deadlines. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Let's do this one just because I'm interested in Chris's answer to this. Um, and this this is the live show question that I expect we're going to get. Jala, uh, Jala Prindas asks, how did you guys first come to the decision to start podcasting? In Chris slash Cole's case, the same Ross kids, uh, as it's my impression that Chris doesn't record any other shows, and Gary's the Dino cast and later Dead Idea Valhalla. Uh, so Chris, you were pretty gung-ho on starting a podcast. Why was that? Because uh, I was tired of doing the solo sesh. I mean, I, I've logged two, three hundred episodes of my own. But I'm just going to drop once. Like Netflix, people are binge-watching stuff, so I thought I'd you know, drop a few years on people <laughs> and, uh, and see how that goes. Maybe people could sit down for about 18 months and hear what I have to say. <laughs> that's not a podcast. That's an audio manifesto. Well, you know, there's goals. <laughs> just laying it out. Uh, no, I, I told you we should do one. You were like, well, yeah, man, what's it going to be about? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You know, nothing. And <laughs> so eventually, I think it was Christmas time, and you were like, oh, let's try it, and I'll bring my stuff, and we'll do it. And so we did it, and, and uh, it was weird. So yeah. it's weird now to be across from each other, like when we do it together, live or whatever. Yes, we call it live, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm. Frank, frankly, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't like me being able to see you ignore us? <laughs> no, because I can't get up and leave. <laughs> As you often do. I, I mean, uh, here's like a here's a behind-the-scenes behind the look at, at the TDRK show. There's certain, there, there's what I call time seeds. Um, there are stories that I put in that I know that you're passionate about so that I can go do stuff. <laughs> How many of those are real? How many, How many of those are just like mind traps that you lay for me? <laughs> just, you know, mostly, mostly they're all for me, but then there's some that are for you. <laughs> huh. And yeah. just just so you know, I'm, I'm not a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Like I think that's the most. I know we have a disclaimer and everything like that, and I say stuff, and it's just mostly to, to see if I can get you to to lose your poop uh, in in any variety of ways. You know, I just want you to go to the kitchen and piss, but well, it's all an extended uh, Colbot Turing test. <laughs> He's just trying to make sure you're still the real coal. Right. It's the Voight-Kampf. Yeah. Cole would say that, or would he? <laughs> he would say Voight-Kampf. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> you see a turtle being racist in the desert. But I'm really not. I, I love all people. No. And so, and so that's funny, because I know you're not a bigot. So that's why it's, that's why it's vexing when you do it on the show. Now you, you are... I think I, I just told people in the last episode, and it might have come out already, maybe there's another one, and, and so this is truly a privilege for the people who've, who've given you money for whatever reason it is. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, I guess you are just a huge racist. I mean, like, to your core. <laughs> That's the one thing. And it, I'm not, go back to the embarrassing question, because... 
you didn't really say, hey, look, it's Don King. You said a lot of other words. <laughs> Four-year-old calls. You just made me fall out of my chair. Yeah. You said, I'm going to curb stomp <laughs> an N-word. <laughs> I mean, like, I can write down the time and, like, hopefully edit that out of the next. This well, is in perpetuity. Are, people are watching. I don't... Uh... We don't, need, we don't need that word on our live stream. I know. I said N-word. I know. I, I know. I'm just getting out in front of it. <laughs> I never actually say the words. I, I know. That's the thing that you don't understand. <laughs> there's an illusion that it's censored. And I and I come all the way up to it, and then Cole just blurts it out, because he <laughs> believes it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this campaign for you to set the record straight. Cole, every podcast we sit down and do, the minute that racism comes up, I feel like I'm the preacher and I turn around and yell at the people in robes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris, like many times in our life, I don't know where you're going. Preach into the I'm choir, actually, brother. I'm actually, my glasses are getting steamed up. <laughs> Cole, Cole's getting physically hot at the thought of being <laughs> just alluding to race. Yeah, and that's how angry he gets. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not a banjo on the bed behind you. There's a banjo inside it. <laughs> smaller, smaller miniature banjo. My banjo case looks like an acoustic guitar. It's just horrible. <laughs> It's to throw them off the scent. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm just gonna write some songs about my feelings. You know how they're like sword canes? It's a banjo guitar. <laughs> just. <laughs> hey Cole, that's some nice rope you got. You know any knots? Only one knot worth tying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Oh, uh, Brayden asks, uh, "Am I too late? Did I miss everything? No, no, obviously, Brayden, it's it's still still going. Still going. Hi, Brayden. What, was the, what was the question? Did he, did, miss he ask, did did he miss everything? No, he is not. Um, no, no, it was easy. What's that? So that question was easy. Yeah. Uh, do we want to make announcements? We're about an hour in. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and do that. Cool. Um, uh, which one do you want to do first? Let's. Uh, I'll do the P R G E. One and you can take the lead on the other one. Yeah. Um, so we are in, I think August or October sixteenth. Um, it may not be on that day, but that's the weekend of the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Um, Cole is flying out, and we are doing our episode on uh, Street Fighter Two for SNES. Specifically, Street Fighter Two Turbo is the version we're playing, but we'll talk a little bit about the other versions as well. Yeah. yeah. Street Fighter Two, uh, the way that it works. Um, the the impact that it's had, I think we can extrapolate on that, because one thing we like to do is identify where game DNA pops up. It's not in the corner of the kitchen because Robot Cole don't play that way. <clears throat> but um, uh, yeah. Uh, one note for this: this is going to be hilarious because we're going to have the setup. Uh, you're going to get to watch exactly how bad I am at video games, um, yeah. live and in person. We we have a TV and a and a Retron, and we're going to have uh, our Booth gimmick this year is going to be play Street Fighter against us, and then if you win, you get uh, entered into a raffle for a trophy. Um, so swing by the booth, 
play Street Fighter against us. I am starting training. I just got my copy of the cart, so I'm starting training tonight. See if I can I can uh, get remember any of the skills I used to have because I used to be pretty good at Street Fighter 2, and then yeah. I lost all of it. But I, I watched a couple tournaments. I'm doing I'm doing research, guys. So yeah. it's fucking reversals. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just saying reversals. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, there's a there's a book. I forget what it is. It's like how to like how to be good at Street Fighter Two or something like that. It's like it's like an ebook that was released here pretty recently. That actually is pretty pretty useful. Yeah, I, I, plug your book, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it up. <laughs> I haven't got my advanced copies yet, Chris. Right. Yeah, they're all out in the press. Self yeah. self published. This <laughs> is a Kinko, like special thanks to Kinkos, and, uh, under the pseudonym Boom Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my porn name. No, that's your that's your pseudonym for your for your for your book. Boom Ponderosa. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna hold these up and make it be like my book, but that's not funny at all. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's one announcement. The other announcement uh, that we've alluded to on recent episodes of Watch Out for Fireballs is uh, that we are doing another poll, which I'm going to make live after this uh, this episode airs. Um, so uh, after we do God Hand, actually no, what is this? Yeah, no. After we after our Halloween game, should we just announce that, Gary? Why not? Because why not? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're pretty far out ahead. But for Halloween, we're going to be doing the Resident Evil remake. Um, mm-hmm. That is the one for GameCube. It's one of my favorite games of all time, so I'm really, really happy uh, about that. <clears throat> There's going to be a lot to say there. Mm-hmm. But then uh, uh, starting and airing um, uh, November the 13th, we're going to be doing our autumn adventure game, as we often do. Um, so we have five games for you to choose from, as opposed to the four. Um Actually, no, it's just going to be four, because I can't count. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm floundering here. I've got way too much stimulus right now. But yeah, so here are the four games that we're going to uh, have you choose from. And uh, Gary can vouch for this. We are excited about all of them. So, mm-hmm. presented in no particular order, we have Riven, the sequel to Myst. Um, we have Grim Fandango, uh, developed by... Not Double Fine, what were they? LucasArts, there we go. Um, I have no mouth and I must scream, and I can't remember who that was published by right off the top of my head. And sanitarium. Okay. So, <laughs> what's what's so funny, Chris? Can you spell "I have no mouth and I must scream"? <laughs> I must scream. How do you? You say, that's the way you said it. Is that the way? Is it a is it a black Halloween game? <laughs> I could cool. I could have swore, and this I could be wrong about this. I thought we had a different one, and then Grim Fandango, where you're talking about maybe for the spring because they were releasing that remake of it. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the way I remember it. I can't remember oh. what the other one was though. No, neither can I. As far as I remember, Grim Fandango was always in there. Is that really the name of the game? I have no mouth, I must scream? No, I have no mouth, and I must scream. Oh, (laughs) I think you said I must scream. I must scream. I have no mouth, I must scream. (laughs) Shit, there's ghosts in here. (laughs) Easy. 
Easy. Uh, <laughs> that's just like, that's what you said. Now, if you play it back, you'll hear it. Uh, I have you now. I'm going to scream. Yeah. Um, so sh- sh- should we take the poll back to the drawing board, Gary? Should it just uh, be the three? We'll, 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 we'll look, I want to look at the... I can do it now, actually. I was going to look at the suggested games and see if that answers the question for me. <clears throat> okay. Are there Halloween games, though? I mean, there are yeah. horror games. I mean, are there holiday games? Yeah. There's Christmas nights. <laughs> I'm sure that there were, like, the night before Christmas, like, there were games that were spun from that franchise of, uh, or that franchise of, of a movie and that kind of thing. But are there games that are just, you know, like Easter? <laughs> there, there, there are religious games. Really? There's a Super Noah's Ark 3D. They uh, get put on systems. Like, they, they, get, they get released to... Yeah, most of them, like, back in the NES and uh, SNES days, they were, uh, they, they were bootleg, like Pirate. So they, they, they were kind of like the Sonic and Knuckles or Game Genie, where mm-hmm. you plug that and then you had to plug in, a, plug in a real license game on top of it in order to get it to go because... Um... So the Flanders kids had to steal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Rod and Todd. Yeah, so the Flanders kids had to steal. They, 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 that's the thing. There are games that are like you know themed around the holiday or take place around the holiday. Like that's generally what we do for uh, for for Waffer on Christmas time, right? That's not true. Like we do we do something that has winter in it. We've never yeah. done anything that has to do with Christmas before. I know, I know, but like takes place around winter yeah. time. Yeah, has yeah has has a winter. Yes. Nuclear winter. Yeah. That would be great. We do uh, Freedom Force too. The Is that um, a thing? Yeah, there's a there's a game called Freedom Force that has a communist supervillain named Nuclear Winter. Hmm. Um, That's a person's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a Silver Age comp. Uh, I imagine that. Yeah, comic book villain. Um, there's not a fourth That's game. Zero. I to that. I knew I know that. Yeah. What's yep. this? Sub Zero. Oh yeah. And like from Street Fighter, the the game that you guys are gonna do, that's like the big ragu. That's isn't that a guy, the one with the long arms? <laughs> yeah, the big the big name? the big ragu, down at the Regal Peagle. Right. Yeah. Here, yeah. can continue this holiday game discussion for two seconds. I'll okay. be back in just a moment. All right. Yeah. No, but uh, there 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 are like, you know, by like there there was the Bible game that came out for uh, for PC and PS2. That was Bible trivia, which like literally does sound like something the Flanders. Uh, would would be in. Okay. Hey, yeah. you know Gary, and I, I know that he's gone, and he can probably hear us. <laughs> yes, he can. But um, do I piss him off? No, you don't piss oh, him off. Okay. I just want to make sure. I mean, I mean, I can't speak for him. He's not. He's not visibly pissed off to my mind. To 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 my okay. eyes. Well, I just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. No. With my with my limited ability to read people. Um. Because <laughs> you're a robot. Yeah. I don't understand this thing you call love. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, we just made the same sound. Yeah, we often do. Um, really? Try and minimize it in the edit. Yeah. Yeah, we often, go, we often go, hmm, at, at hmm. the exact same time. That's um, what we just did. Or we, or we exchange, yeah, a lot. Yeah. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's, a common, that's a common thing. I don't, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know where uh-huh. that comes from. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. I actually yeah. just saw a story out of Japan. Okay. But there's a video online right now of a Japanese baseball player trying to hit a 186 mile an hour fastball. I mean, how fast is a normal fastball? 
<laughs> oh god. Um a hundred? Okay. So double the speed, yeah. Huh. Who is Am this? I gone? No, you're here. There's just two U's in the in the video stream now. <laughs> no. <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, now he's gone. Now he's back. I don't no, know. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I tried to figure out where you went. Yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't that burst the bat in in some kind of oh, he didn't. like situation? He didn't even begin to swing. <laughs> Before no. it but the oh, coolest thing about it is, is that and this is where it comes into to the world of uh, video games, is that they have this screen in front of the pitching machine, and it actually is an animated pitcher, so that when the pitcher looks like he's going to throw the ball, based on the animation on the screen, this ball shoots out of this air cannon. <coughs> it's pretty incredible. It's yeah. So okay. Gary's back. Yeah, so, so Gary's back. Yeah. So we're uh, yeah looking at this. Let me repeat the announcement just for anybody uh, who needs things repeated. We're going to be doing Street Fighter 2 for our Portland Retro Games Expo uh, show. We're going to be talking about that up on a panel. Not sure exactly what day or time. Um, and for our Autumn Adventure Game Poll, we're doing uh, your choice. Uh, you're going to see the link on the Patreon page. Um, that is patreon.com slash duckvtv. Either Riven, the sequel to Myst, Grim Fandango, I have no mouth, and I'm a scream, and sanitarium. Any of those? Any of those. Um, I'm really excited. Um, I won't say which one I want, because I want all of them. Yeah, we we know which two Cole wants. The uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what's our next question, Cole? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um. So Brian Skersha asks, "What are some hobbies you guys enjoy outside of gaming?" Also, Gary, you can feel free to share sibling, step-sibling stories as well uh, per my previous question if you are so inclined. So, two-part question. Um, I, I had step-siblings, but I was too old to be have it be like really relevant. I was just a moody teen, stayed away from them. So I'm, I'm an only child and have been, uh, you know, more or less don't have those kind of stories. It's yeah. fine. I'm into it. Um, I can whenever I see one of those nine things, you'll only understand if you're an only child. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I can identify with nine. I will share this with my friends so they can get the marketing dollars. I know about third eye blind. Do you? Um, sure. Yeah. I know that song. Um, yep. What are what are some hobby, Chris? What do you do other than um, podcast? Since you don't play video games. Work, man. Yeah. What what uh, what line of work are you in in general terms? Uh, in general terms, I um, uh, <laughs> I I sell stuff. I manage people. I um, yeah, that's what I do. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I just kind of try to talk to people and uh, figure out what they want, and then try to give it to them without giving too much of myself. Kind of like life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Constantly guarded. <laughs> I told you breakthroughs. There's two things I care about: my heart and my wallet. Right. <laughs> Keep both close, right? Yeah. Hmm. I think we're oh, writing yeah, some kind no, of. Like, that's what I do. I, I work and uh, work on my on the house that I live in, and um, I try to garden this year. That was horrible. <laughs> Pointless. What went wrong? Nothing went wrong. No, it, that's bullshit. People tell you it tastes better. <laughs> it tastes like work. 
<laughs> but isn't the thing you can taste all the effort that you put into it? You're you're doing an honest day's work for an honest day's bell pepper. Okay. Well, I feel like I worked harder than it tasted good. <laughs> I don't honestly. I mean, maybe I believe that. I don't know. I don't know anymore. No, it's true. Yeah. No, that's not for comedic effect. No, it, there's no. I'm not gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd rather grow weeds. Come back and show the tomatoes I bought to the weeds. <laughs> Look, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, here. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how to answer the hobby question. Um, I play music badly. Um, that is like my half hour of day to like de-stress, I guess. Um, everything else has been folded up into things that I talk about. Um, yeah, that's a depressing realization, especially in this, in this current, you know, time of like, you know, genuinely criticizing people who make games their, 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 their whole existence. And I can, I can, I can trick myself into saying that making shows, talking about them is different, but it's honestly not. And it's something that I really ought to fix about, fix about me, but you know. Aside from solitary pursuits, there really isn't that much else. Used to make beer, but I don't do that anymore. You obsess a lot. What's that? You obsess a lot. Yeah. Like as a hobby. (laughs) As a way to pass the time. That's his night name. You spend a lot of time putting in calendar entries and reminders. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how how I fight the demons off. (laughs) I need some control. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that was depressing. Um, Gary, how about you? You do, you do other stuff, Cole. You like you read and you cook stuff, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I you know connected enough to know that you do other stuff. Watch yeah. television. I um, do. Yeah, that that counts as a hobby. You watch like twenty five years of The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> you did a Simpsons rewatch. I did. I just like I feel like a hobby to me sounds like active. Like oh, you make like cool whittling. pixel art. What? Like whittling. Yeah. You know, I I think that there's a I think there's a new show here, and it's Gary and I. Forget Cole. It's called Cole's Doing Good. <laughs> Cole, Cole, Cole's doing good, right? No, he's doing. Cole's doing great. Yeah, Cole's Cole's doing good. Well, thank you. It's been another episode of Cole's Doing Good. Cole Cole made a lot of freezer meat this week. <laughs> Cole's not gonna have to worry about that for a while. That's good. I like not having to worry about food too. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Got that all taken care of. Yeah, no, no. It's got it's just I, I got my I got my week's worth of chicken and steak taken oh, yeah. care of. Well, I used Cole's, all, Cole's all set. Yeah, protein. Yeah. I, I'm good. It's good. I, I already a case of Coke Zero and a case of Yangling Light in the fridge. Well, he's doing good. Well, so he's yeah. got that. He's got that. I mean, if he loses anything, he, he's got that. <laughs> Just call it welfare check with Gary and Chris. Yeah. 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 Cole, Cole, Cole had some people ask him to do something, but Cole was busy. <laughs> he's doing good though. But you know he's good. Yeah, doing good. Cole knows he should get out more. <laughs> oh, Cole, Cole, Cole gets out. Oh, he oh Cole gets out all the time. He's doing good. The yeah. um. <laughs> Man, Cole this tried on some shorts that... the other day at the store. <laughs> Cole wasn't ashamed of his black legs anymore. Nope. The other day, Cole uh, was eating some yogurt, wasn't hungry anymore, and lost the lid. But 
Did he freak out about it? No. Nah, not at all. <laughs> He's doing good. No, he just, he just put some in the baggie that he had. Yeah, he just threw in an old bread bag. Cole, Cole overlooked his germophobia and dug an old one out of the out of the trash. Yeah, yeah. rinse it off and then threw the whole thing away. Because Cole's doing much better with that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, this I isn't exactly like I thought it would. All right. <laughs> legitimately, legitimately, Cole's doing fine. Uh, Cole knows the future. <laughs> I guess it's getting more and more like. Um, <laughs> like, or, like, is this changing to where we pretend like we don't know Cole is here, yeah, and then he becomes self-aware? No, this is all part of the Colebot Turing test. Mm. So, Ugh, I've got a headache. You're acting, you're acting as human plus. No, Cole. Um, Cole's gonna be okay. Cole's got a big bottle of Advil. <laughs> not the 500 count because Cole Chris, Chris got Cole a Sam's Club membership <laughs> <laughs> have I told you what a huge favor that is no it was good though no it didn't take anything of me I didn't I didn't give anything I know I know but still it was nice I've never been able to buy so many almonds at once the the, the, the decision was to take the extra card and throw it away <laughs> or to give it to you <laughs> Like, that's literally all, all the thought that went into that. <laughs> Gary, what are your hobbies? <laughs> oh, I I do all kinds of stuff. Um, I play music and I'll um, enjoy going and seeing roller derby. I haven't been in a long time, but I like that. Um, like mini golf. Mm-hmm. Um, went archerying for the first time. That was really fun. I'm sure I'll do that again. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I like to read. Yeah. And I'm in school. So school takes up less time than work. Quitting your job and going back to school means you get tons of free time. It's essentially like a, like a half vacation. So <laughs> I have had more time to do stuff, which is great. You quit yeah. your job? I did. Yeah, I really hated it. And uh, wanted I to go know, back to school. I don't know what you did. What, what'd you, what like, do you do? Like office stuff. Like I managed student workers and I did um, like data office stuff for the university. So you just um, saved up money, or living off of like uh, loans, or yeah, like loans and just and and like grants and stuff. Oh, okay. Going back well, to that's kind of daring. I mean, I I can't imagine doing that. I mean, I have different responsibilities than you in the scheme of like you know I have spawned. Yeah, but, that, um, that's that's a thing. Like I couldn't have done it before I got divorced, and then now that I'm just solo bolo, like you know, right? I figured now is the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's like living your own filth, right? Yeah, no, I, I totally love my own felt. Like, this is, I don't wear clothes at home. It's just a live stream that I put on clothes for. Like, I, it is a real uh, real bachelor pad going on at the old Casa de Gary. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, like, I mean, I figured, like, I should get some, some kind of education, and also I felt like I was on fire. So there was this weird, like, I am, you know, so miserable, I need to do something, or, you know, it's going to get, get dark. So, yeah, I had to do something. What would you have done... If school wasn't an option, I don't know. Thought of something else. Like I think like, there's people that are in that situation that are like, you know, and I don't want to be like, uh, uh, there's a lot of shows that are about that necessarily, but what do you do when you feel like you're on fire and there's no yeah. way out? Because that's know. how I feel now in the job that I'm at. I'm like, I am going to just self harm or harm others. Yeah. I, I spent a lot, you know, six months just really desperately looking for another job. 
And when that didn't work out, I turned to this. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I would have done if I. I mean, I guess I would have kept looking and just endured and, and been on fire. <laughs> You're just going down the path of spiraling down education. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is a little bit of like a real pressure release valve. Have you seen Gary lately? Oh, he looks so smart. Gary's doing oh. fine. Yeah, no, Gary's doing good. Gary's yeah, doing no, fine. He's, he's but, great. Yeah, he's doing it's fine. Well, welfare check two with Chris and Cole. <laughs> he's, he's doing fine. No, uh, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he seems fine. I haven't known him that long, really. Yeah, but he seems okay. No, I mean, you know, he's getting lots of nutrients. <laughs> yeah, I, I get three squares a day. Um, right. And some triangles, too. Yeah, Doritos. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't, in answer to your question, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, and like I am super sympathetic to that. Like having a shitty job is a big deal. Like it's there's a the American work ethic that's just like oh, you know it's not a big deal, but you spend a lot of time there. And so, right. You know, and being it, in a miserable place, like it's it's awful. Well, and I don't know you that well, but so what I know of is like right now, because I haven't listened to you talk ever. You seem like a pretty intelligent guy, and and uh, you know, just the, the 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 beard leads me to believe that maybe it was either school or get a get a van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is my van buying. I'm I'm trying to become an apprentice to. to Have you ever had a van? Car user, no, I I didn't. I've never owned a car, so. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I couldn't jump right to van. You diabetic or epileptic or what? I, I am diabetic. And then, <laughs> oh, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> in addition, uh, I didn't get my license until I was 25. And I saw never... you on cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. And I, I couldn't afford a car, so. You got tased because they didn't know you were in diabetic shock. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been in diabetic shock. I, I shock. I have the uh, the mild kind I treat with, you know, pills as opposed to shots. So. Oh, you have pills. Yeah. So I'm coming to the, yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want these pills. <laughs> There's no. No, I think I should probably have them. Yeah. Well, if you want to, uh, you know, feel like really, really shitty for a couple of days as your blood sugar adjusts. It's been five low. days. Since, it's been five days since my first testosterone shot. So. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. yeah? That's, an, that's an announcement. Yeah. I have huh. low T. Huh. Yeah, are you, so are you they, being serious? I swear to God. Why would huh. I lie about that? I, I don't know. Cole's brought up his IBS before on the show. No, there's two <laughs> things that I'm serious about. One, I have low T. Two, Cole seriously needs to be in prison for racism. <laughs> Just racism? No accompany? No thought prison. I feel like you're more tolerant of religion. I, I do. <laughs> well, and then I believe that everybody should have one. Right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, as long as we're all clean. So you can persecute them. Yeah. I just want to know. But yeah, no, so I got the shot in the butt, the testosterone. So I'll, I'll let people know on the TDRK if I feel more uh, uh, virile or uh, more that's physical. a word. Or, um, you know, just like have raging hard-ons every minute of my day. Or <laughs> Be sure to let us know. If um, I get more veins. More, more veins? Right. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I, I heard sure. it's supposed to help out with your vascularity. Cool. Like it's side abs. <laughs> oh man, if you can get 360 abs. Right. Like... <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. But look, if I just look like, look like a turtle, you know, like sleeping like Bubba in forest. You know. <laughs> you're like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Side abs. Never mind. Okay. Sorry I feel like I don't that. know you. As much as I know you, I feel like I, <laughs> I, feel like I shouldn't. I feel like uh, it'd be better if I didn't. Okay. Cool. So I'll see you at the uh, grandma's birthday party this weekend. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be taco meat. Mm-hmm. 30 pounds of it. I'm going to tell them about your tickle torture videos. Maybe <laughs> play some. How me as a taker, I'm all your 80. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, Will Owens asks, which game were you looking forward to the most for any show, but were the most disappointed in? Um, I had two, two answers for this. I saw that question in advance. Like, there's like revisiting games that I thought were good and then turned out not to be good, and then games I never played. And the answer to the first one uh, is probably Metroid Prime which I remember liking a lot and more or less, you know, couldn't finish and did not like when we revisited for the show. And then as far as things I didn't hadn't played, uh, probably Sacrifice, because that game has an amazing reputation, and I do not think it is a good game. Yeah. Um, there are two that I remember kind of, like, putting forward, like, oh, yeah, these are, these are good. Like, we're going to have a good time talking about these. Um, Sword of Mana. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a real, that was a real uh, shit show. Yeah, and, uh, Indigo Prophecy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like is just some things. It's not worth going back. I I think that was worth going back because it's like I still can use that as an example of what's wrong in games. Like it is so singularly like a failure in the ways that it fails. Yeah. That, like I was I was happy. That's one of my favorite episodes we've done. Like the more mad I get, the more I like the episode. <laughs> and I got real mad during that episode. So. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. On the other side, Dark Dark Souls 2, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's let's see here. Lynn Weiberg asks, Gary, I've heard you recommend Morrison's X-Men run and recently Concrete, uh, which I'll be checking out next. Do you have any other comic recommendations I should add to the list? Yeah. Um, I like all Grant Morrison then when he's not working for uh, DC. More or less. So, like, when he, or I mean, DC is fine, but he's doing mainstream DC. Like, his Batman stuff, I think, is kind of bad. Um, but all of his regular stuff. Um, you should read uh, Planetary. Planetary is excellent. It's Warren Ellis and John Cassidy. And it's manageable. It's like four trade paperbacks. It's really good. Um, yeah. And uh, Ex Machina is really good. It's, um, Brian K. Vaughn. It's got one of my favorite, like, one line, one line concepts of a comic. I've read in a long time, which is, uh, you know, there's one guy who has superpowers. He tries to be a superhero. He's pretty shitty at it. But because he happened to be in the right place at the right time, he manages to stop one of the Twin Towers from collapsing and gets elected mayor on the back of that goodwill. And it's a story about him trying to adjust to that life. Like, there's no super heroics. It just, he happened to be in the right place at the right time. Um, all very good comics. Um, Concrete is excellent, but it's like an indie comic. Like, it is a, you know, it's, it's a thoughtful rumination. Like, it's very good, but it is uh, not the same thing as the rest of these so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I know this was asked to you, but my go-to recommendations are Saga and then uh, the new Hawkeye run. Oh, yeah, Saga's great. Like, the recent trade of that, I just got the third one. Finally came out, and I read that recently. Saga's excellent. Yeah, I just read that in the past, like, two weeks, I think. I want, him, I want to make sure, like, I wish I had some kind of guarantee that it would finish. Like, he's just, like, there's big delays and everything, and he's, mm. Brian K. Vaughn's in high demand in other mediums. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish that was already, like, a done thing. Like, whatever, how many trades there were, a ton or whatever, were just done, and I'd know that it would wrap up. Yeah, I could see that. 
Yeah. Um, Warren Ellis like started a thousand really excellent comics like when I was back collecting comics and then stopped doing all of them. Like there's the <laughs> and Desolation Jones and um, like all these comics that just went away. And it's really frustrating because they're really good. Yeah. I continue to read The Walking Dead. Uh, the most recent arc was pretty good. Um, yeah, the ending of it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. It's interesting to see. I'm current on that. I have a buddy who's loaning me them. And uh, I'm interested to see where they go with this revelation because they can't just like put the genie back in the bottle. Like they can't undo what they just did right. without spoiling too much. And it kind of seems like they're zigging that way. Yeah. Oh, trust I, me. I, I'm only up to the most recent trade, so okay. All out war. So I, I I haven't read any like individual epi- uh, um, what am I thinking of issues? There we go. After that, yeah. The um yeah the all out war was really cool. That's a, that's yeah. a great great long arc. That thing. Yeah, like it kept it kept going. And it was so much faster paced than the entire like two years that I read before it. That was like I, I couldn't register that there were actual things happening in front of me on the page. Like it was like, wait a minute, like how many days have passed? Like I have no 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 gauge for that. Yeah, I think it started coming out um weekly during that in the issues. Yeah. Like specifically because of that pacing issue. Yeah. You gotta finish the um or you gotta play the uh <laughs> you gotta play the uh Second game, so we can bitch about it on a thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've got it preloaded. I need to finish Suikoden. I've got Chris featured up here on the video, uh, so that we can see him. Yeah, so he can be extra light. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want the two things that we have to find extra so time to talk about are Last of Us and Walking Dead season two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I'm sure this all of this madness recently as well. It's gonna be a crazy extra so. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, Chris, any comic recommendations? Yeah, do you like comics, Chris? No, I'm not. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is all about true confessions on this episode of <laughs> Duckfeed Live. Uh, Duckfeed Live, After Dark. Yep. The Midnight That's an embarrassing story. What? Uh, how, I, how I can't read. <laughs> it's, it's not a story, it's a fact. It has a happy ending, though. I graduated <laughs> high school illiterate. <laughs> then I... Well, the system did. Graduated boot camp illiterate. <laughs> Put me in intelligence. <laughs> Ask me to hold up their volumes of knowledge. <laughs> oh. Let's see here. David Petroco um, asks, and Chris, you can feel free to abstain from this question, but uh, for Chris, Cole has said that you're a grown-ass man with a wife, well, and a kid. Um, uh, a no, few I times. failed at that first thing. Well, I yeah. failed at that first thing. No, it's not, no not failure, don't worry. Uh, you're, you're doing fine. Gary, is Chris doing fine? Yeah, Chris, Chris is doing alright. Chris is doing Chris good. Chris is doing okay, yeah. yeah. He's doing good. <laughs> so, I've said that you're a grown-ass man with a kid uh, a few times. Um, if you do have a kid, <laughs> implying that David thinks that I'm a liar, um, how did you survive the early months? My daughter is two months old now, and the combo of no sleep, yay colic, and zero free time makes me feel zombie-like. Parenting tips, Chris. I guess I just knew from the start, because I'm an overachiever, that um, it's only going to get worse. So I just took the time that you you think's bad and then knew that it was just going to exponentially grow into more of a horrible experience to the point that you might load them up in the car and drive into the country. And, you know, the only thing that saves you 
from just chucking them at the at some Chinese person's house is the fact that you realize they're not a cat. <laughs> um, no, you just you just grin and bear it, man. Is this is a man? Yeah, I David. I don't remember the name. Grin and bear it. It's over. It's over really, really quick. It's a small snapshot of time. It's not for you because you're a dude and babies are really useless to dudes. Um, you know, you wait a, a year, they're going to start moving around, and then that's when you can be a dude and chase them because that's what guys do. Uh, and then they'll start saying stuff, and you get to, like, program them and um, tell them stuff to say, uh, tell them places to pee, uh, you know. And then from there, you, you know, you try to make, like, a like like a mini adult, right? So just uh, grin and bear it. Know that it's a small portion of time. Because it's a small portion of time, uh, you know, the more minute the amount of time, uh, the more that you need to actually focus on it because it is short and the more memory you need to drive from it because you're not going to, uh, human nature, have a lot of memory because it is so short. So take some snapshots in your mind. Your pictures are great, but, you know, keep them in your head and um, realize that it's just a time and a place, and it'll get better. Yeah. Well said, Chris. Yeah. I love my kid. She's a little girl, and she's perfect and uh, to me. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's the only thing I don't joke about, really. Yeah. No, she's great. She's doing fine. She's doing, she's doing pretty good. She's doing good. No, she's, kind of... no, she's <laughs> great. She's really, really good. She has a freezer full of meat. <laughs> she started her at an early age. Yeah. No, I got her a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> a little mini baby freezer. <laughs> oh, She's a pretty big girl. She's got like 4.3 cubic feet, really? Something like that. <laughs> That's got a lid that opens upward. <laughs> no, no. We, those aren't good, Chris. <laughs> 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 um, Alan Del Rio asks, did any of you guys ever experience a time in your lives when you put video games away? And if so, what prompted you, or what prompted this, and why did you come back? Gaming lulls. Sure. Like, I, I played games a lot um, up through, like, PlayStation 1 era and then stopped for a long time and then got back into it because I had a job where I dispatched uh, tow trucks overnight and uh, I was unsupervised and it was slow, so I wanted to play Game Boy at work and was making a paycheck for the first, like a good paycheck for the first time in a long time. And I eventually ended up like getting a PlayStation 2 and bringing that into work and got back into to games and stuff. So, yeah, got me back into it. I think I had a lull after that too and then uh, might have gotten back into it um, like when they started talking about Fallout 3. Like, I, like not when it came out, because that would have been very late, but when, like, they first announced it and there was an announcement trailer, I was like, oh, okay, well, I have to get back into games for this. <laughs> so, in time for this. And never looked back. So, just, like, specific games brought me back or specific life situations that will give me lots of time to play video games. Yeah. I think that I... <clears throat> I done fall off um, sometime after, like, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. I was, like, a freshman in high school, something like that. From, like, freshman to sophomore year in high school, I didn't play that much, which is still a lot. Chris will call bullshit or whatever. Um, but um, I really kind of got back in after um, I started playing Halo 
with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of friends from high school. And around that same time, I got a job at GameStop. And uh, like once I had a paycheck, you know, like my that that birthday, like that 16th birthday, I went out and I bought Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Chris, you were there. Um, and uh, yeah, that that like that that was the start of it. Having the, the the means to play them and you know access to them was a was was a big deal. So. Yeah. You got that job on your own merit. <laughs> yeah, by just always showing up. Just being there. Yeah, no. You showed up. No. The bad news bears. <laughs> no, I showed up, and I never went away. I worked at a popcorn stand across from the place, and I just went in every day and asked about my about my application until they pulled me in the back and said, what's it going to take to get you to stop? I forgot you worked for the popcorn guy. The, the popcorn guy, the old, uh, um, the the old, the old Jewish guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right outside of your store. Yeah, totally forgot about that. <laughs> Getting paid six dollars an hour under the table. Right. Hmm. Yeah, wasn't bad for a sixteen-year-old. And like Chris, you talked. Go, go ahead. What? Nothing. You talked about how you fell off because of uh, the 3D and the shooters and such. Right. Yeah. No, I just stuff happened. It got busy. Then, not a, not anything uh, that fulfills me. I mean, you guys do it because you, it it tickles something in you, and it, it just doesn't to me. You've tried, like you you've asked about like Call of Duty games. Oh and stuff. yeah, I've I've definitely tried like to take an interest in it and and to do it, but it's just not my thing. Yeah, you know, it's not the way that I pass time. That's perfectly fine. <clears throat> Yeah, nothing against newer people who do. <laughs> no, no, that's taken so as right. We're <laughs> all doing good. Mm-hmm. Are Cole and Gary doing okay? Everybody here is great. Everybody here is doing just fine. Huh. Yeah. Um, Michael Henderson asks, uh, "What game would each of you really enjoy speed running if you had the time to devote digging into it?" Can I ask a question? What is yeah. speed running? Playing a game as quickly as possible. Oh, it's like the Super Mario where people just warp and get done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you try to beat your time and take advantage yeah. of glitches. All right. All right. Yep. I, I can imagine there's only a certain games where you could do that, right? You would think so, but then people do pretty much every game. And it's pretty nuts. Like there's a pretty huge community about it. Oh, like, even games that take like 50 hours to beat, people beat them in like nine hours, and that's a speed run of the game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's a feat of engineering more than anything else for some of them. Like the Ocarina, the, the, the Zelda, like the N64 Zelda Ocarina of Time, there are people who will beat that in like 18 minutes, I think yeah. is the current record, just by just by abusing the hell out of it. Uh, there was a guy, I heard a story on a podcast recently about somebody who beat the Clue game for NES uh, in like two minutes, or not two minutes, but like as short as possible, so like ridiculous, like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, just by making a guess over and over again, like he wrote a script to just to make guesses, and eventually yeah, yeah. one was right. A tool assisted. Yeah, yeah. Speedrun, which is uh, like a different category. There's a whole world about that, and it's. I think they're fun to watch. Like I thought it was ridiculous when I first heard about it. That like, why would anyone want to watch or do this? But then once I got into it, like, it's pretty fun to watch people be very good at a thing, kind of no matter what it is. Like, oh, this person is an expert at this. It's impressive, and then uh, just seeing these things kind of uh, torn apart. It's fun. Yeah. Can I say something embarrassing about myself? Yeah, as long as you're doing good. Yeah, I'm good. Great. Okay. Couldn't be better. 
uh, it might be better after what I say. Um, I text messaging. I thought, why would anybody want to do that? And then when you I, realize when, it's the only form of communication. Phones that opened up and they had a keyboard, and I saw somebody sitting at a holiday event, and I and they were the only ones that had that. And they were just sitting there typing away, and I'm thinking, why in the why the shit would you want to do that? Like, why would you just call them? And then I realized shame. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a great way to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's quick, and you can carry on a bunch of conversations at once. <laughs> you can I didn't know. I thought right at the beginning. I was like, why, why would anybody want to do that? This would be back in, like, 2005. Yeah. I thought the same thing about Twitter. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was all Twitter. like a bad sandwich. <laughs> Have you guys talked about uh, what is it, Twitch or something like that? The the video game streaming website that got bought for like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You've we talked, talked about, about that. Uh, we talked about the uh, Amazon acquisition on the level, um, and you know, Twitch. Twitch is it's weird to hear like mainstream quote unquote reactions to it. Um, from people on the outside because that's been kind of a fact of life for a while on the inside. So, uh, like, do you... Do, like, do, how, do you, how hard of an idea was that? Like, is it a billion-dollar idea? Like, the, like, there are numbers. Like, it frequently outranks... Well, not frequently. At times, uh, they're, like, they're, their numbers say that they outrank ESPN and MTV in terms of raw numbers. I don't know what that means anymore. But uh, yeah, people people watch it. It's a you know, billion dollar idea in that it's the proven system for the idea of watching people play games and stuff online. So like that idea in and of itself is is worth a lot of money. Um, and this is just has the brand recognition and the infrastructure already in place and the following. So I guess what I have to ask you is getting back to speed running or whatever it's called. Is it is it some sort of like a adrenaline thing for people who like video games if you were able to watch a speedrun live as opposed to watch a video of a speedrun? Um, it's probably just fun because it's unpredictable and there's an interactive element. Like uh, Twitch has a really heavy chat presence. So even people who do these speedruns know the game so well that they can, you know, they know when they can take a break and talk to people in chat. Um, so they become, they develop like fandoms. Like people become kind of personalities in this and then... Uh, you know, so you're almost like a video game athlete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um yeah, and in some cases you are. Like I think that League of Legends players are now considered to be professional athletes when they travel. Um, yep. I think for like an airport and like visa purposes, they're considered to be professional athletes. Um, so and that's the closest thing. I mean, that's the closest thing that I can compare it to is like it's like a sport kind of thing. As much as that seems silly, like oh these nerds just want to play their computer games, but it is it has a lot of the same hallmarks of sport. Well, I mean, if it's on. If it's on TV and it's live and and it's something that somebody gets, uh, oh no, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Kind of thing yeah. like that's performance. That's what, it's, it's all tickling the same spot. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Games like like official game streaming is like a real thing. Like there are events that happen like specifically to speed runs. There are charity events like uh, Awesome Games Done Quick and Summer Games Done Quick where they raise a bunch of money. Actually, like they get these notable speedrunners to come in, and everybody just kind of broadcasts on the same channel, doing this stuff to raise, you know, donations um, for uh, worthwhile causes. 
Um, it really is a thing. Like you know, the, the the incredibly douchey term for specifically like the League of Legends and Dota uh, community is esports, which is something I really kind of like think is gross because all it's doing is taking the crazy machismo um, and uh, like just awful parts, uh, specifically the corporate sponsorship of uh, of regular sports and bringing it into games. Um, that has partly to do with the games too. So like Dota and League of Legends are competitive team-based games. Like speedrunning, you're just you know running against other people in the abstract, but really just against the clock. Yep. You know, so it has a more positive atmosphere to it than League of Legends or Dota does, at least in my experience. Yeah, it's a solitary pursuit of perfection, as yeah. opposed to as opposed to like trying to, you know like an immediate act of domination. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, part of why I, I'm into it. Like I like yeah. watching. So. Um. I couldn't say what game I'd like to speed run. Like I'm kind of into the idea of like how quickly could I do Resident Evil, you know, mm-hmm. because I know that's a thing and that's a game that does keep track of how long you do. But like I I don't think I would be particularly interested in speed running Dark Souls because that's not what I play it for. Mm-hmm. You know, I play it more, you know, like a mist kind of thing. Like I want to soak it in and just kind of enjoy the experience and run into corners and stuff. Yeah, um, and to, to Chris's point where he was saying how you can only do that with certain games, certain games lend themselves to it more. Like, you can do it with everything, but there are games that are, like, popular speedrun games. Um, so, like, Resident Evil is weirdly not one because there just isn't very much to take advantage of. Right. It. Like, it's just kind of, you know, too optimized and there's not that much wiggle room. Um, whereas, like, something like Ocarina of Time or uh, Super Metroid is a really fun one to watch for, like, beginners because that's really crazy. Um, I, I can do Dark Souls. Like, I can do Dark Souls in two hours. And I, like, dipped my, my feet in it. Um, like, two hours in one minute. And uh, then I put it down and never put more time into it because it is really time-consuming, and it's tense. And, like, you have to sit there for two hours and just, like, this is all I'm going to do for two hours. And uh, I'm not that good at it. Like, I'm good at the places in between bosses, but I die on bosses and get frustrated. um, So that'd probably be if I had more, like, infinite time, like this 27-hour day, I'd probably try to pick that back up because uh, I like that game enough to where, like, the idea of mastering it, like, I like that game for the missed part that Cole's talking about, but I also like the system enough that mastering it is appealing to me. But uh, I just kind of like, well, I, I proved I can beat this pretty quick and then was fine stopping. Yeah. So you're unemployed, you're surveying some courses, and you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, this is back in the day was when oh, I was right. I could pick it back up. As, as yeah, I could. Yeah. Stream it. Yeah, I was. I thought about doing some stream stuff too. So yeah. that would be fun. That's always like right on the tip. I might try, if I can figure out the tech, I'd like to stream uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a fun one to do. But. Yeah. yeah. And then also, like, playing a scary... Like, I did a Let's Play of uh, Machine for Pigs, and doing a Let's Play or a stream where you're... That makes a scary game more tolerable because you're keeping on a dialogue. So even if you're alone, it feels like you're not. <laughs> and it makes it more... Like, I was less scared because of that. Yeah. And that's funny because I want to I want to experience that. Like, I want to jump into it and yeah. just wallow. <laughs> hey, wallow pigs. That is yeah. what podcasts are for, right? To make you feel not alone. Yeah. That's 100%. what they are for me. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear people that I like talking talk about things I like. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Get Braden asks something uh, to which I have a prepared remark. Uh, Cole, would you please tell an embarrassing story about Tiny Baby Chris? If possible, please tell an embarrassing story about Tiny Baby Gary. <laughs> um, I'm... <laughs> I'm worried about the, the the throwing around baby Cole, baby Gary, and baby Chris because somebody's going to do duck feed babies. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried that they won't. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's get this done. Um, I remember when at, at a fairground 
you rode your bike into a fence and had to have your gum sewed back on? I did. You're right. Yeah, that sucked. I was trying to make my way from the uh, elephant ear tent to the porno tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, mid-Ohio's biggest porno fair. No, it was, yeah, I was in Norwalk, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to drive from the... Again, I was, what, 11 or 12, and I um, I was left to work in a concession trailer and stay in a bunk truck for the weekend with the rest <laughs> of the carnies <laughs> while mom was sewing her, her cape. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to drive to the bathroom on a bike and hit a fence and, and um, had to go like across the the track at the, the drag strip and find a sheriff and the sheriff's like what are you doing little boy was Lassie <laughs> caught in a well and no I, I, look at my jacked up face <laughs> go to the hospital yeah it was bad yes yeah, not so much embarrassing I don't know that that's embarrassing necessarily that's probably I not it, I think it I think it just further condemns their parenting <laughs> yes do, do I not know what embarrassing means <laughs> Do any of us? No, Cole. Cole knows. <laughs> Cole's known for a long time. <laughs> oh man. Um. So we're 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 running close up on time. Like, wh- how are you guys doing? Can you do you want to finish out the remainder of the questions, or does anybody let's, have let's a lightning round? It like let's, let's do it. Around it. We'll yeah, go it. quick. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Brian Skersha asks Gary's tow t- uh, go yeah, tow truck story. Begs the question: Job history, first or worst jobs go? Uh, worst first job working at a Taco Bell to get enough money to buy a PlayStation One and Final Fantasy VII. Worst job working as a uh, floor clerk at Fred Meyer Department and Grocery Store, um, the site of many indignities, and uh, and it's a retail job. So obviously, I hated myself and hated everyone because <laughs> that's what those jobs do. First job on the clock where I clocked in, I worked at a golf course and I mowed greens. Uh, and worst job was one day on the job as a dishwasher at Red Lobster. My first day was Mother's Day. Mm. First and only day mm. <laughs> was Mother's Your Day. Your story about the bathroom at Red Lobster. Like, we'll oh, still no. go. What's but we won't feel good about it. No, it was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. And I always end up cleaning the the women's bathroom with her special little 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 waste basket <laughs> for their for their unflushables. Should work in marketing. <laughs> yeah, new, new unflushables from Roscoe. <laughs> it's got the Ross Brothers guarantee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the most titles of any uh scented <laughs> unflushables from the Ross brothers. The only unflushable with a textured applicator tip. Yeah. We made some guesses and you we passed the savings on to you. Right. Yeah. Scented <laughs> flushables. You're okay. Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> Each string comes with a with a pulley to make it easier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it multiplies the force. Right. Um, 
I could tie a knot in that string with my tongue. <laughs> oh, That's how all Cole knows unflushables. <laughs> um, uh, like for first first job where I kept track got, uh, kept track of hours was that popcorn thing. Like I worked at that same golf course that Chris worked at, but it was more like a flat rate kind of deal. Um, and then worst job was two to three months, like a summer, uh, working as the salad bar attendant at a Ruby Tuesdays. Mm. Yeah, that was real rough. Yeah. Because I only worked during the daytime, and a uh, fun fact about Ruby Tuesdays, salad bar guy is also the dishwasher during the daytime. Oh, geez. Yeah, so the guy who is uh, putting your, your mixed greens out is also uh, handling garbage, garbage glassware, garbage mm. plates. Gross. Very gross. Where did you go uh, in your mind? While you... <laughs> Because I could see you like shaking like a rape victim. It's, it's <laughs> while there, bad. while there was just like half-eaten food and germs, just like dying inside. Oh, you know, like, like most mental illnesses, that didn't really show up until college. Like I've always had a little bit of it. I was just like like gross, like gro- like yucked out about it. I think the way it manifested was I did a very bad job, and also I changed my gloves a lot more frequently. I mean, like, a, you just walked through the Ruby Tuesdays like Andy Dufresne. You, know, like you fucking weren't there, you know? <laughs> it's all a glass of water. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, I know, that was bad. Like, like you know, they're the, my, my theory, working theory, there are retail people and food service people, and I'm a retail person. I just can't handle people's um, organics. <laughs> Let's see here. Carlos Mar- uh, Carlo Martinez uh, writes, um, when you guys uh, have a barbecue, what do you usually cook and or eat? And he gives a story talking about how he uh, has, you know, how he's growing up in the San Fernando Valley and how most of their barbecue food is uh, influenced by Mexican culture. Uh, I have no concept of what life in Ohio is like. Uh, the only things I know uh, know from Ohio are Drew Carey, whom I dislike, and Hawthorne Heights, presented without comment. Um, are there any any Ohio-specific barbecue foods? Is there a dominant culture slash food like German bratwurst? What is a Hawthorne Heights? <laughs> it's, a, it's a band, I think. Okay. Yeah, Hawthorne Heights. Um, <laughs> it's a neighborhood in Cleveland with lots of basement apartments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know, I think we cook, uh, you know, everything in Ohio is the most boring version of, of everything else, except for Cincinnati's Oktoberfest, which is off the hook and answers your second question. That is the, you know, that, that like, you know, that is the big cultural thing that we have in Southern Ohio, but where Chris and I are from, it's pretty much like American cheese on a frozen patty that you get at the Sam's Club. Like, there's nothing real real special or unique about it. No, it's like if aliens came back and found the tablets of uh, that we wrote of our history, it's how they would recreate it in, like, their new carousel <laughs> of time. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's much much like the Ohio dialect is pretty neutral, so is everything else. Yeah. It, I will it's say really, really bland and, and without flavor. <laughs> the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. 
like I, when I first read this question, I mis I misunderstood it to mean like barbecue restaurants and stuff. And there are some, but it's mostly like you know Carolina barbecue or like Tennessee, whatever. It's like just pork with some sauce on it. Have some fun. Um, but yeah, no, really, like the Oktoberfest down here, like the German food is actually like legit, really good. Um, and that's been one of the nice surprises about living in Cincinnati, uh, where people laugh at unsubtitled German jokes in uh, in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Strong German presence. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Mike Verano asks, uh, so I'm still reeling from the very character-driven ending of The Last of Us, and it makes me wonder, what are some of your favorite character arcs in gaming? That's a, that's a big question. Yes, it is. Um, I'll answer it the, the, you know, the kind of the most broad way that I know how, uh, which is to say uh, Lee's arc in uh, the first season of The Walking Dead is uh is is pretty good insofar as he acts as this stabilizing force uh, for all these stories that kind of occur around him. Um, other than that, like you know, name your pick of like a Mass Effect character, like Garrus, I think is pretty cool, and Tali, like any of those ones that stay with you from one to two, you know, from one to three, like all of that. Those are those are interesting to me in a you know in a way that sticks out. Yeah, I will I will say the cast of Torment. Um, yeah. Specifically, nameless one is like that's an amazing. Like when you think of an arc, like I think of change, you know, character change, not just somebody who like I'm interested in as like a thing, because mm-hmm. um, there's lots of characters who I just kind of like. But then as far as somebody who actually changes, like the nameless one, what he's trying to do and what he's trying to go through is, you know, intensely resonant and and literary, uh, to me, and yeah. res- you know, just affecting. So that's probably my favorite arc. Um, yeah. And the final one for the night. Um, I need you guys to understand that I did not put him up to this. Uh, Dennis Furia asks, As a palate cleanser, in what is sure to be a night of dressing down, Gary and Chris, what is one good thing about coal that most people don't know? That he put Dennis up to asking that question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. I know he, I know he, didn't, he, didn't, put, he didn't put up that. I don't know if I know anything that people don't know. Like I love coal. Like I did. I, you know, like I give coal shit, but like it's not, you know, it come like we spend enough time together that I think that like I'm talking about you. Like you're not here. Like we spend enough to, talking to the audience. Like we spend enough time together that like it would be ridiculous if I didn't actually like coal. <laughs> you know, like that would be. I would find a new podcast partner. Like the uh, the the fact that we do all this stuff and work together is a, a testament to that. Like sometimes, and the thing that people don't know about Cole, I guess this isn't a good thing, but part of the things they don't know about him is like a lot of the things that I make fun of him about, he plays up because he has a good sense of humor about it. It's not about, you know, like there's a little bit of like a, playing a character about it. So the uh, I guess that would be the good thing about Cole. Is that like some <laughs> of the stuff is not, not quite as severe as it comes off. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think that there's like, you know, we haven't said a lot of bad things about Cole tonight, and nor like when I think when we... When I give him shit, I can't speak for Chris, but like, I'm not really saying bad things about Cole. Yeah. Like, I'm teasing him in the same way that I tease my friends or expect to be teased. Yeah. You know? So. Mm-hmm. Chris? No, I got nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Gary lies about tolerating Cole. <laughs> I mean, like, 
Why you are using to... you are using Paul as a stepping stone to get to a rung on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> to the top, my friend. To the yeah. top. No, Cole is genuinely like a great human being. I don't know of anyone ever, ever, that he's ever hurt or uh, just did anything outside the realm of. Uh, of what some, you know, just a genuinely good person. I don't know of anybody that, that he has ever wronged. Um, I love him to death. Uh, sometimes, I, 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 you know, you, th- you catch yourself thinking about uh, what your life would be like without certain people as your relatives get older and so your mind drifts to what your life would be like without some other people and, um, you know, life without Cole would be horrible. Love you, man. Oh, thank you. That was shockingly genuine on both your parts. No, it's it's great. I'm I'm just glad that I'm white because that's the only way you'd love me back. <laughs> well, well, this has been that's been ridiculously one-sided. So let's end this with group hugs all around. Chris, I think you are a fantastic father, and like our conversations are things that I genuinely treasure because they are, you know, really funny. And I'm happy that uh, you're game for helping us share those with the world. Gary, you are, you know, one of the most remarkably principled people that I've ever, you know, uh, interacted with. And, you know, similar to, you know, what Chris said, I don't know that you, you know, have wronged. Um, that's a weird thing to say. Let's stick with remarkably, remarkably principled. And both of you are just incredibly funny. And I thank you guys for doing all of this crazy stuff um, because it's been really cool. Both and Chris and I were driving well. once and torched a bum. <laughs> so, so. Uh, there we go. So now I feel now I feel like the emotional debt is repaid. Yeah. There we like go. That's, that's, our, that's our karmic equivalent to like you being a germaphobe <laughs> is that you're a germaphobe your whole life and one night and I torched a guy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I left a complete. He was a white guy. How do you like that, Cole? I <laughs> know. <laughs> One less for my army. I left uh, a complete and total stranger in Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Well, that is every question, and we are just right up on time. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for watching, and thanks, everybody, who will watch in the future. Yeah. And if you want to watch the next one, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it, um, back our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Yeah. And uh, you know all the other stuff to do. Yeah. And in case you were wondering what I've been playing with this episode, uh, because I always announce that, it is a set of fingernail clippers. Don't worry, it's just mine, so it's not contaminated. And also a graphics pen. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for joining us. This was a good time. No, no problem. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. It's the last time Goodbye. I'll probably be here. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, good night. Oh, bye, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Well, that was fun. Thank you so much for listening to that. Um, like I said at the beginning, if you would like to watch the video broadcast of that or throw in a question yourself, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Uh, if you can, go to iTunes and leave us a rating or review uh, on the show. We're not quite ranked just yet, but uh, I feel like we should be. So go there and let me know what you think. 
Otherwise, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you again in just about a month. Thank you.